your team really defended. You go in the third period leading 4-3 and the game ends at still 4-3. That's probably something a coach likes to see, I would think. Yeah, and uh, without being under siege, um, without taking a foot off the gas, I think we just played our game in that third period. It's a credit to our players. We talked a lot about um, continuing what we were doing to build the lead, making sure that they're Defense had to go back and fetch pucks and uh, work through five of us in order to get back to our end. So, um, you know, I thought it was a really competitive, entertaining hockey game. There's some moments we'd like to have back in it on the defensive side, but, um, you know, for the most part, I thought we controlled most of that game. Did you feel like that was a four line? You got yeah. have, you're not going to beat this team because they're deep. You're probably not yeah. going to beat them with three guys. You yeah. need a four line game, and you had that tonight. Yeah, I thought. And you know what, we dressed 11 forwards, so we're just kind of, you know, picking and, and spotting people through and stuff like that. But I thought we got contributions from all, all of our 11 forwards. I thought the 70 um, in different ways affected the game tonight. Uh, I thought it was a mindset that's going through our group. Um, you know, and I think it's been there since post-Christmas. Uh, you know, if you want to single some people out, how about the game Matthias Janmark played? And I'm not just talking about the goal, but the energy that he played with. Um, you know, I saw Klim Kostin diving in front of shots. I saw Derek Ryan uh, working back on a penalty kill to negate a, a, a sure goal at our net. Um, you know, I saw Leon Dreisaitl get, uh, you know, a finish check on their best defenseman in Peter Angelo. I saw Nugent Hopkins. You know, so when we have that type of... Uh, competitive will about the team. I think it's contagious, and um, you know we're starting to see some results. So this is a big trip. The first game goes sideways, yep. and then you come up with six of eight points. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty solid rebound. Yeah, uh, you know what? And I thought, um, you know, you said it. Uh, the first game didn't go our way. I actually thought five on five, we did a lot of really good things in that game. It was our penalty kill that needed to get touched up. It did get, uh, you know, some work uh, the next day in Anaheim. I thought we've seen some results since that. Um, you know, there were just moments we could be better, but, you know, we've, we've pieced three in a row here together. Um, now it's about going back home, getting a little bit of rest here, getting a good practice in, and start attacking, um, you know, the record at home. Uh, it's time. Uh, everybody knows that. Um, you know, that's an area that we can be better. Uh, we want to bring our simple, straightforward, direct road game back to home ice for the best fans in the world. So Dernay comes in and you're, you know, you're not sure what to expect. You're just hoping he doesn't fall on his face, and he turns out like three really good games. He's vicious around his own end. Well, you might not <laughs> know what to expect. I co coached him for th three okay. years, um, and, and Dave Manson's been around him. We had a clear understanding that the real question was. What type of impact could he have at this level versus the best players in the world? Um, but in terms of his work ethic, his attention to def uh, detail defensively, um, you know, just little things like his, his box outs and, and getting inside position, he's a big man. In the, in the American League, we call them uh, the seaweed man because uh, players have to swim swim through seaweed <laughs> to get to our net. And um, you know, he's a he's a very likable uh, kid. Um, he lays it on the line every night, and uh, he gave us a contribution tonight to help us win. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.